Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Hey, um, so, hey, I just got one question. What's your biggest sports memory? You mean, like, as an athlete? You mean high school? Bro, I'm talking about yeah, high school, school middle school, college. life. We talking about, in, in general, what's your biggest <laughs> sports school. memory? <laughs> you got a middle school sports highlight. This dude said the Sandlot. He said, like, yo, you remember oh, the movie right, Sandlot? Right. When you hey, was don't eight. slip on the Sandlot, bro. <laughs> sandlot was a good one, though. So Mo, Mo, I want. Well, actually, you know what? We got Corey on the line. I ain't heard from Corey in a minute, bro. Tell what's your biggest sports memory, bro? Well, coming from a background where I didn't play organized sports, um, I mean, besides, hold up, bro, you ain't play, you ain't play no sports. Hold up, you said you didn't. No, no organized sports in life or football or something. In in Uh, life, (laughs) besides, you know, playing in the backyard, nothing, you know, no sports in middle school, high school. So and you of course, college. You oh, never yeah, play, play organized sports so I, at I all. Play in, you know, I, I take all it back. Junk you it, be I'm, talking about. Yeah, I take it back. Intramural softball. Okay, in <laughs> okay. You did in college. Did you just say intramural softball? We we won we won the championship twice. We won. Yeah, we got two. We did. We did. We were in we were in Panthersville, but hold on. I got a ring. You got a ring. I'm sorry, softball, man. I'm sorry, Corey. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So winning, winning two years. Um, did we win? Because we, we were on the team together. We won two, we won yes, two years. Two years did we two year, two years in a row? Two, two years, years in a row. row. And we lost mm-hmm. the third yeah. year against a graduate Legendary. team. Yeah. So oh, besides yeah, that, yeah. nothing else. Nothing else for me, really. So, I mean, I guess those were my highlights. Uh, for what, but, for those you know, of y'all listening, this dude was probably super sorry, and that's why he didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> but he was that dude that did not get picked. <laughs> hey, but here, here's the crazy thing, though, Chris. It's all good, dog. Here's the ca- crazy that's thing, Coach Chris. Corey, though. Like Corey is also like the biggest sports guy in the crew, though. That's the weird thing, like the fact that he didn't play no organized and sports. the swollest. Yeah, he, he is looks like a sports player. He looked like he played he's no an analyst, not football. So he's he an got analyst. chicken legs. He didn't play football. He looked like he played something. Else. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's always gonna be a hater, man. It's always gonna hey, be a hater. Hey, he could have been an offensive lineman though while y'all playing, looking like the Rock. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Except for them behind legs, man. Behind the scenes guy. Okay, but I, no, I mean, I, you know, I, I like I like bouncer. sports, um, but you know. Learning more about it, it's, it wasn't for me. I mean, it takes a lot of dedication and that's true. a lot of wear and tear in your body. So um, I see nice. why they get paid the big bucks. Hmm. I hear you. I hear you. What, what about you, um, um, Tori? What's your uh, biggest sports moment? Um, my biggest sports moment would probably be in high school. I ran track through high school, so... Uh, really just the, the 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 camaraderie that I had with people throughout the state. Uh, when you talk about the state track meets and things of that nature up in uh, Windeboro, Georgia. Windeboro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Northside. Um, I've never even heard of that. Oh, man. That's 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 up Gwinnett County. Northside, Northside. Well, that's that's north, yeah. north Gwinnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, but yeah, that man. Was above I, what Ace was. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I think that was it. Surely was. Um, but I think that was probably my some of my most memorable times, which is you know being able to compete at that type of level with people throughout you know the whole state of Georgia. Uh, um, that's that's really what come to mind for me. Hmm. Hey, Tori, fast though while y'all playing. No, Tori, no, Tori is definitely fast. I can't. I got to put respect on that, bro. This dude was he being modest. At one point, I think you were saying you were training or were training for the Olympics, um, or just at least trying to get yourself in that in that in that shape and trying to do your thing. But that that boy fast. Yeah, I I, I did uh, play around with that for a little bit, trying to get myself in shape to to do Olympic trial, you know. But then life set in, you know, start <laughs> losing my focus and start focusing on other things, you know, out there partying and stuff. Yeah, I was about college, to say, you know, like, <laughs> all of that. We, we know what those <laughs> other things were. He said, he said it like it was like a career, like he like a whole <laughs> professional <laughs> career, you know. Hey, Torres, he went to parties. Torres, one. Um, one memory of you that I won't ever um, <laughs> the UGA party. How you how oh. fast you ran. <laughs> when there was oh. trouble. <laughs> man. That shot's, yep. that shot's fire. No pun. Yeah. Shot's fire. I didn't yeah. I yeah. reality. Hey, man. We gotta we gotta I, I probably no frame games. that though. We gotta yeah, probably yeah. frame this though for our for our listeners here. And this is this this is this is real here. Yeah. But through the grace of God, we all here today, so we can kind <laughs> we of like here. laugh at this. But I mean, for 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 those of you all who were uh, kind of in Atlanta in the early two thousands, I mean, this is when Atlanta was just, in our opinion, modern day, right? You got the Freaknik era, and then you have mm-hmm. the kind of like crunk music era, mm-hmm. and, and the era right. when you know, you know, Bone Crusher and like you know, Purple Ribbon and. You know, T.I. and, you Lil know, Ludacris and, and DTP, Lil John, Eastside Boys, all right. them were popping off. So we were all over the place. And one of our first parties is a, is a, is a group of friends. Uh, we went to the Pajama Jam at UGA. <laughs> uh, legendary for those who were legendary. around in the 2004 time frame, 2002 to 2004 time frame. And we used to go down there. And so it was like, wasn't this our freshman year? It was. It had to be uh, freshman year, bro. I, I believe. I believe it was our freshman year. It was, no, it was sophomore. We were, bro, sophomore. Was it sophomore? It was Chris, sophomore. you had the truck in sophomore year. Yeah, you had the truck. Yeah, I had the truck. No, I had the truck the whole yeah. time. But I think. Yeah, I, I don't it, know. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 no, I don't I remember. It, it was sophomore, sophomore year because I had my car close until yeah. JD had his car as well, mm-hmm. so it was sophomore year. It was oh, that's true. Year. I had and, my and truck first, too. At the time, I was borrowing my parents' Grand Am, my the green Grand Am that we went down to. Uh, Bankhead. Okay. I mean, not Bankhead, but Buckhead with. So, yeah, you're right. It was sophomore year. Yeah, it was sophomore so year. So, we go down to UGA, or up to UGA, should I say. That's the south, southern in me. We go up there, caravan up, and, I mean, this is like the party of the year at the moment, right? Like, Facts. everybody from all the uh, cities around Atlanta and outskirts of Atlanta and everywhere were coming to UGA for this party. It was at the Coliseum. With a you know basketball team plays and actually and, it was a um, premier event in the south in the southeast at that time remember? in the south exactly You're coming right. from like right. Tennessee Florida just to go to this this pajama party man it was really big really big no you're right I mean it was it was literally thousands of people I mean it was probably one of the most epic parties that I ever remember going to and so we went and did our thing we caravan down there and it was just amazing and so fast forward through that the party was amazing it was lit we had a lot of fun. 
like shenanigans ensued. Everything was epic. And then, as you know, what, what you know, after the party, there's another party. There's always the after party. After party. So we went to a, <laughs> a after party at a at a at a like a an apartment complex that was pretty much around the corner. Um, and you know, once again, for those who went to UGA, y'all know kind of like the setup. And we went around there, and we were posted up in the in the, in a house party with random strangers. We had no idea whose party it was, but we were there. And we came in, and something didn't feel right. We just kind of got that energy and felt it. Because I know J.D. and I, we talk about this all, all, often. <laughs> I remember telling yeah. J.D., I was like, bro, something, something's not right about this party, man. I'm just not feeling it. And uh, I, I stepped out. I was like, yo, I think we good. Some of the fellas were like, yo, we're going to kind of stay in here and do our thing. But after a while, maybe like legit 10, 15 minutes from that point, we just all started kind of filing out while more and more people was packed. This is like an like a 800 square foot apartment that likely had like a good 150 people in it. <laughs> yeah, like it, straight easily, up, like easily, packed. like packed wall to wall. And and more and more people coming as time goes on. So we come out and I'm just like, bro, I just wasn't feeling great about something in there. Something just wasn't feeling good. Next thing you know, pop, 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 pop. and y'all know the sounds. Uh, uh, y'all, I mean, unfortunately, we know the sounds and we know what that was. It was not fireworks, folks. Um, and someone got the shooting inside the party, which is sometimes an unfortunate reality that we have in our social circles, um, clubs, nightclubs, lounges, things of that nature. And that happened. The grace of God, all of, all of us got out and we were fine. And it was yeah, like man. literally at the moment in which we were mostly leaving from there that this took place. Um, and this is probably where Tori, they, I mean, what Corey, you were talking about where Tori sprint out that thing. <laughs> you know, like a, yeah. like a lightning bolt. Tori yeah, went man, to run. I, 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 I didn't ask questions. I, I get where I need to go first. Then I look. Hey, y'all good? <laughs> yeah, I, I witnessed the I witnessed the track and field um, skills. At Definitely that point. hit the hundred meter. Um, then Definitely. Hey, he was posted up by that tree like a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the other side, of, on the other side of Chris pickup truck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. On the other side of my pickup truck at the time, and I mean, what ends up happening for those honestly who remember this. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, it was a young woman from Spelman who got shot. Uh, I think either may, maybe one or two dudes from um, Morehouse and I think maybe like another random person. And I don't mean random to diminish that. I'm just saying like I don't remember all the details, but one yeah. dude got shot in the lower in the right. lower part of his body um, in the genitalia area. Another I think another woman got shot in her leg and someone got shot yeah. in the buttocks. It yeah. was it was something like that, uh, and, and so it was just the grace of God never... that nobody was killed in that. Yeah, too, man, like it was a lot of shots. It was a lot. It, it was, was a lot of shots. Of shots. Uh, it was a lot of shots. I remember that, bro. A lot of shots. That's so, crazy. Well, I mean, I'm glad somebody. Like... I'm just I'm glad somebody in the crew was fast because, like, my <laughs> sports memory, you know, <laughs> I ran track. But I didn't belong on the track. It was a difference, mm. you know. And, and I call I call myself running hurdles. So like. The one sports were you running in Reeboks? Oh, see, that's <laughs> you know what? Yeah, just, y'all gonna I'm see this. It's gonna be like a running theme almost every episode, <laughs> right? Every episode, <laughs> Reeboks. I'm glad there are no pictures to prove I can neither confirm nor deny those Reeboks. <laughs> Photo, photographic memory, man. Photographic you know what I'm saying? Memory. But but anyway, man. Yeah, you know, I was at a track meet, and uh, you know, I was running 110 hurdles. Um, you know, so you know, shot was fired. We took off. Made it over the first two or three hurdles. That fourth hurdle, um, there was a runner that was just in front of me. And he went, he jumped over his hurdle, but he caught the tail end of mine. And mine popped down, 
and I saw it go down and it threw me off. And by the time I was trying to, you know, get into my form to go over this fourth hurdle, it, it came back for your boy. And I all I could say is me and the hurdle was tangled up. I mean, it was just ugly. About three or four runners <laughs> fell. Oh, oh, that, that hurdle was oh, me that gosh. day. And that's the day I realized I wasn't fast enough and I should not be running these hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> That was rough one. Oh, yeah, what about we you, were Chris? just watching YouTube videos. Uh, yeah, no, we were, it's funny. We were just watching YouTube videos of that stuff the, uh, probably a couple of weeks ago. It's hilarious, Marlon. But no, I mean, I played, um, I ran track in high school as well, and I played basketball. And I was actually really serious about basketball. And at one point, I was getting recruited to undergrad, I mean, to go to play in undergrad. Um, and it fell through. But I remember this is like a little more serious. But like I said, your boy was, you know, I could hoop, I could do my thing. Yeah, Chris um, thought he was Chris Paul. CP before CP. Yeah, man. So, you know, for those who know Kennesaw, Kennesaw uh, area where I lived, it was uh, Harrison High School. I went to Carl Harrison High School, and there was a point in which, because of just um, capacity issues, that there was a new school being built uh, right across the street from my neighborhood called Kennesaw Mountain High School, which my brother ended up going there. He's years, four years younger than me. And, you know, they gave us a choice because we would have been the first year to go there that you could either go to that school and start fresh and, like, you know, new and build that kind of stuff up and whatever, or I could, you could stay in the school that you were in. They gave us that choice. And, you know, I, I, you know, I played basketball. I had already been in the program since the eighth grade, and you know how that goes. I ran track since the eighth grade, all that stuff. And I was in student government, all those things. So I was like, no, I'm serious. I'm staying. So... My um, senior year, there was like a real rivalry that had established uh, from uh, Harrison and Kennesaw Mountain just Kennesaw because we Mountain. were local. We were just like, yeah, <laughs> like we were just <laughs> we were just like 10, 15 minutes away from each other. So it was like a real local rival. And I dropped 33 on them. Mm. I dropped 33 mm. in well, the game. Right. You know what I mean? That's in the books. I, I, yeah, I hit, I, hit, okay. I hit about like, I think like four or five threes and... I mean, I just was all over that game, and it was just a lot of – it was hilarious because my father, although he was supporting me, obviously, as his son, he was the chaplain for Kennesaw Mountain's team. Um, and so it was just like this – this a lot of energy uh, around that game, man. So that's like one of my, like, real glory, uh, you know, like, uh, halls of uh, – whatever what do they call it? Like, you know, uh, whatever glory type of moments uh, that I remember, um, you know, but – such is life, man. That was back in the day, man. Life goes it's on. Funny. You, uh, at least you got actual, like, proven rec proven moments because, you know, your boy Ace, I know he had hoop dreams, you know, coming up in high school. <laughs> and so so what's crazy is I don't know if y'all had, like, you know, athletes at your school that actually went on to be something, but I went to high school with Lou Williams. Shout out to Lou Williams, even though I'm a Lakers fan. Nice. But, you know, my man's doing his thing in the <laughs> league big, big time. He was a freshman when I was a senior. And we always hear Ace bring up this one game that he played against Lou, and he swear <laughs> you y'all know, know what I'm talking about. He swear he gave Lou the business, and to this day, man, I'm like, man, there is no proof of this game at you know all that but it ever happened. It that never it happened. ever happened. But it's but you know this, what's brilliant about that though is that like that's like black man rite of passage, right? If you actually break us down and actually ask us a couple questions about some of the things we did formatively. Generally speaking, most of us will have that one story where, like, a dude or someone that goes on to be real famous 
for for anything. Oh man, I knew that dude. Man, I was better right. than him, or like he wasn't that <laughs> nice. And like you know, like there's always that that story yeah. that we have uh, around that. No, I know, I know my boy. Look, Ace, Ace, we were we were roommates, so we shared you know the the, the uh, right side of the room or the hall uh, or, the, or the apartment <laughs> in three hundred nine. But I mean, he made the, he made the team. He yeah, yeah, he had to walk on at Georgia yep. State, and I I tried out and uh, wasn't able to get a spot hey, bro, on there. You, but he you should have made the team uh, too, though. Like we ain't gonna flex though, Chris. You should have made the team. You should have made the team. I appreciate that, bro. No, no, I real talk. You, I respect your that, tryout. Bro. Your tryout was great because Corey and I were both managers at Georgia State during the time, and Chris had a great tryout. But unfortunately, we had Herman, who was like basically the same. I think he might have been a little bit shorter than Chris, but it was kind of like, what are we going to do with nah, two Herman guards? Herman was that dude. I yeah. ain't going to hate on that. Yeah. Yeah. Herman, yeah. Go, yeah. Herman yeah. was that Herman dude. Go, bro. Yeah, Herman was that dude. But Did it was kind of like, what are we going to do on? with two guards the same size? You know what I'm saying? So it was either like, yeah. you know, we only got room for one or two people. And I think Everett got the other walk-on spot, I believe. Yeah, Everett. Everett, uh, Everett did. Yeah. That's what yeah, I was about to say. I think Everett got it. Um, yeah. And and as you know, they had Daniel at the time because remember he was the mm-hmm. senior point guard. Yeah, he um, yeah. he wasn't starting, but he was he was he was there. And then right. Herman was the starting point guard, having been uh, recruited from Pace Academy. And so, uh, trust me, I, it, clearly you could tell I remember this very vividly. <laughs> but um, there was just no spot for me. But I appreciate that respect that you put on it. Yeah, no, definitely. Now, now I'm, I'm going to give y'all a, a quick memory, my best sports memory. Um, now for those that do know, I played, yeah, I played baseball in high school, right? (laughs) And I'm, I'm going to say this. I'll be very honest. I was good in baseball. However, coming into, to my high school, I played, I was, I was a great football player in middle school. Right. And so coming into high school, people thought that I was going to be a decent football player and, and the, the expectations was there, but I lost the love of football my ninth grade year. And the reason why I lost the love because the first day there was like, we had practice and I was like, no, nah, bro, this is my first day of high school. What are you talking about? We got football practice. And I realized that day that I wasn't really like passionate. <laughs> the about Allen practice? Bro. Yeah. He I wasn't. Pulled a, he pulled the Allen Iverson. Yeah. Right? I pulled the Allen Iverson. <laughs> I meant Allen Iverson. My bad. <laughs> yeah. And, and I realized no, that I didn't really have a, a, a passion I didn't have a passion for football, but I played baseball, right? And um, one of my memories was that, like, it was our freshman year. And, of course, you know how all freshmen are. Unless you're just, like, a, a, a star player, you play JV. And so I played JV freshman year. I was a catcher at the time. And my freshman year, we went through and we were, you know, we were basically beasting everybody. And we got to the city championship uh, for JV. And um, we won our city championship and I just remember the feeling of because even though I love baseball, like everybody thought that I was going to be a better football player. And it was just kind of like one of those situations where I, I kind of proved to myself that like, oh, no, dog, like, you know, I can actually do this as a baseball player. I forget what everybody think because of my size. Like I was a big dude. So naturally you play football. And it was just I, I just remember that moment. And. and, and be clear, like we're talking about JV, it meant nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't a big <laughs> deal at all. It was a JV city championship, but I just remember winning that and just the thought process in my mind was just like, oh, dude, you can actually play. Now, just to give you all further on that story, I played three years of varsity and I didn't start at all. 
Uh, I was better than the guy that started above me, but for whatever <laughs> reason, here we go. <laughs> for whatever go. reason, and this and it's this is no cap. I had to, I had to sit, which means on the, all cap. I had to sit on the <laughs> bench and watch a guy make three errors a game at third because I converted to third base because like our catcher for varsity was a guy named Tim and he was a year ahead of me and like he was a stud like there was no way that I was gonna ever catch a game like above him like it just wasn't gonna happen he was a black guy he was good I wasn't gonna get the opportunity to play catcher so I moved to third and. I sat on the bench for three years, dude, and watched a guy make error after error every game. And it was just kind of like I had to sit there and just had to deal with it that, like, no, dude, you're not going to play. And, you know, I didn't I didn't really – I wasn't a, a star athlete at my high school for baseball at all, bro. But it, it, it was just – it was funny to sit there and watch it every game. It, it almost felt like punishment, just like, all right, coach, like, you're going to put me in. So what I did – like anybody, any black man that have to deal with that going with an all-white school where you got to watch somebody that's not better than you play and start over you. I, you know, I still have my high school jersey to this day. <laughs> I left it all. I left it all. I, like, he, I, he I got still, my whole uniform, He still got bro. hoop dreams, coach. Like, uh, he still I, got hoop dreams, coach. I was put like, him look, put them in the game. I told him, I was like, y'all going to have to find a replacement for this number. Y'all going to have to make another jersey because with nobody, I retired my own number. <laughs> I retired my own shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I said, ain't nobody going to ever wear this shirt. It's a savage move there, man. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. But, but, I mean, but, J.D., don't you, don't you also have something that you look forward to doing in the future as well as you, that will really be your biggest moment? Because he's a baller. Hold on. Say that again. <laughs> what, say that again now. I, I said, don't. You. Don't, you have, don't you have something that you're looking forward to in the future that's really going to be your biggest moment, though, in sports? Um... I don't know what you're talking about, bro. You don't lost me. Talk, school me. Well, Tim, well, you you know, look, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tori. Tori, as a man, I apologize. Yeah. Look, um, so he's not on the call tonight, right? My dog Ace. Call him out. But I, this had to be our freshman or sophomore <laughs> year. And I told Ace, I was like, look, Ace. And mind you, Ace is like 6'2". You know what I mean? He, 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 um, is he the tallest person in the crew? Him and Tori, I think he might be a little bit taller than you, right, Tori? Something like that. Maybe a yeah. little, yeah, he's just, just a, a little, little bit taller. Inch. Yeah, just tad. So Ace is the tallest person in our crew. He played, he, 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 he can say that he could, he played collegiate basketball, but I told Ace, I was like, look, dude, before we die, I'm going to dunk on you. And he laughed at me every time I said <laughs> that. He laughed. So look, my how, only goal in life, bro, I'm going to dunk on Lasana Ace Harris. It's going to happen. And he, he, <laughs> He think it's a game. He think it's a oh game. He'll make all types of jokes. I wish he was on. I wish he was on on, on the podcast tonight because I clown him on it. But look, I'm telling y'all. Mark my words. I'm gonna dunk on Ace, and it's gonna be so severe. This, I'm talking about. Yo, this has been a claim. I'm talking this has about. Been a claim. I'm talking about all all in his oh face, bro. It's gonna happen, and I'm gonna do it in front of his his wife and kids, so I can have some uh, bragging <laughs> points. Oh. It's going down. Oh. He he added a layer. I added on a there. layer, bro. Wow. Oh. I added he just ratcheted it up. Oh, oh wow. man. You took it to the next level, man. That's right. Luke and Jude is going to witness their father getting dunked on. I hope someone's recording. <laughs> right. Whoa. Man. It's going down. Hey, so no, I'm going to have to respond to this next time you all. It's interesting, though, because, I mean, look, we're sitting here talking about sports, and I, and, and, and this is just amazing because you could hear the 
just camaraderie. You can hear the positivity. You can hear the joy and the excitement that we get from reflecting on all this stuff. And, you know, we got our boy Corey on the on the, on the the uh, podcast tonight. And this is our sports guru, man, right? Like, he he's out here breaking news and, hey, y'all heard about this and that deal. And, man, what they talking about? And y'all see what Skip and all the folks is talking about and Shannon Sharp, you know, this man is keeping Asian us up to date kind of in real time of everything. He just, like, sports is his thing. Um, I thought it would be a great opportunity for us. I mean, we've got a couple of things we want to talk about tonight. Uh, but I think there's some misunderstanding about us as black men and sports. Mm. You know, we've all heard the stories where women are like, oh, he loves his football team. He loves his basketball team or these sports, 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 sports. He always got to go and have a drink with a buddy or go to a bar and watch a game or like, oh, Super Bowl this and all these things. And like, oh, why don't you put that to the side? Corey, I mean, I want to know what you think, right? And all of us fellas, like, but Corey, what you, I mean, what is it about sports? Honestly, like, what is, what is it really about sports that just gets us going, um, at least from your perspective? Um, you know, I just want to know. The main thing for me is, I mean, I don't, since I never played sports, um, it's, it's, it's kind of different because usually you would find someone that really, that's they're into sports. They probably played sports at one point in their life. So for me, it's kind of different. Um, but the thing is, it is one of those topics where it's kind of universal. Um, you can be at a game uh, talking to a stranger, someone you never met before, but that one thing you have in common is the sports that you're um, enjoying at the time. So that's, that's one thing that's, it brings people together. Um, it's something that, you know, you can talk about regardless of who that person is or what walk of life that they come from. If they have a passion for um, just um, enjoying the sport itself, um, that's that's the thing that brings people together. And I think right now with the, the way things are, um, with, you know, um, this coronavirus going on, it, it's really a... Uh, a setback for all the the sports fans out there, and I think ESPN is trying to trying to make it right by allowing us to um, see uh, highlights and games from the past to kind of get us over. But it, it's it's really a, it's uh, it's a big shift for a lot of people, uh, mainly guys. But I mean, I know some females that really enjoy the sport too. Um, but it, it's it's really for us it's it's something that we're missing. Um, but it's it's just that subject, that topic, um, that's that's universal, and it just brings people together. Especially with going to games, um, I witness that a lot. Me having a conversation with someone, and I don't even know that person, um, but for that particular moment, we can be there um, together talking about whatever sport we're hey, watching Corey, at the time. Hey, what's the biggest game you ever been to? Uh, oh, I can know, tell you that pretty. Uh, pretty easily. Um, NFC Championship game. Um, when the Falcons, the year we went to the Super Bowl, uh, uh it was the last game. Yeah, with the last game in the Georgia Dome, we played the Green Bay Packers. We, oh, yeah. we, um, we, we don't. We I don't, we don't speak of that year in, in Atlanta. We, we don't. <laughs> I know that's still Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I no, that. I understand. But, but, um, yeah, that was the biggest game Second ever. Me. Um, it was just. I mean, it, it, the excitement, the emotion that were going, especially when it was like ticking down the fourth quarter, we pretty much had the game. It was just P 
people hugging each other, saying we're about to go to the Super Bowl. That was the biggest moment, uh, the biggest game I've been to, um, in you know, in in my life. You know, and I think I think he's really hitting onto something. You know, for for me, for instance, it was more about the 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 actual competition. You yeah. know, when you actually in that right. moment, mm-hmm. it's like whatever's yep. happening outside of whether it's the track, basketball court, uh, the the football stadium, or whatever the case might be. It's like everything else just melt away and it's just this competition that energy that's in there the excitement i mean it's 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 that opportunity for it's almost like that 15 minutes of fame that you get you know what i'm saying it's really like that that you get to have the spotlight on you while you're while you're doing something that you love to do you know to me sports is about people doing things that they really love to do that they honestly a lot of times can have a choice or a decision in doing something like that, you know. Yeah, I think, I think that instance, competition. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'll jump in. No, I, I was just, I was just gonna also go into you know take for instance how when the All Star Weekend was in Atlanta back oh, when I was in college, it was oh, just that Lord. that energy yeah, that man. came along. I mean, you know, we just driving down the street, people getting out partying because it was just the it's just the energy that comes along with sports. That was the man. That was a moment. Tell you so you know it's time. just that energy. I think it's that energy. It's almost like you're. I don't want to use the word lightly, but it's like almost like an energy junkie type situation. Yeah. You know, not trying to play it down or make jokes about things, but it really is that. I think it's just that energy and that excitement and that intensity that comes along with it, man. I think it's funny how people like dive or like they they own a team, like they they connect to a team. Like for me, I mean, y'all know me. I'm a Lake I'm, Show. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, there you go. All day, every day. I'm a big Lakers fan. But like Tori, you speak about that competition. Like, you know, coming up, honestly, like I've always been a competitor, but for some reason I could never translate that onto whatever sport I was playing. Like I tried baseball, I sucked at it. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I ran track, I got destroyed by a hurdle. You know, I used to hoop. <laughs> I was I was I was a beast in practice, you know what I'm saying? But in the game, it was just it it, it didn't I did not embody greatness in the game. <laughs> what it is. So he he was he was on the scrimmage team, y'all. He basically Facts. said he was on the scrimmage team. <laughs> I mean I can neither confirm nor deny that, you know, that they had to hand me like a bootleg jersey during one of my high school basketball games. <laughs> Because we ran funny. out of games. I can neither confirm nor deny that. That's not in the books, you know. But, you know, it wasn't until my later years that I could feel like I could embody that on the basketball court. But that's neither here nor there. The reality is, like, when I when I saw a player, and I'm just going to go ahead and shout out my favorite athlete of all time. May he rest in peace. The great GOAT. My GOAT, Kobe Bryant. When I see hey. that man compete, hey. It was only God another. Rips. It it charged me up in ways that most people can't charge me up because I saw somebody who, it was more than a killer instinct, man. It was like, it was something that was just, it was relentless focus that I will be the greatest person on this court in this moment, and you will remember it for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Something about that charges me up in ways right. that a lot of other things can't, man. And, right, you know, I mean, right. basketball is obviously a great game anyway. It's something that's my favorite sport. But to be able to watch a player like that and watch his entire career, you know, from beginning to end, um, and then see even, you know, the great things that he did after uh, basketball, but just more or less even during basketball, you know, right. I've never connected with a person like I've connected with him 
not even MJ, you know, and I watched MJ's career, you know, growing up as a kid, right. but, it's but I mean, Kobe, it was just something special about Kobe. It's just different. Yeah, it's different. Right. Yeah, right. man. No, I, <clears throat> I agree, man. I, 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 ooh, I mean, y'all know me as well. Uh, Kobe is my favorite player. And to that same end, I used to stay up late. I mean, Wait, my boy. parents used to get so mad with me, man, staying up East watching Coast. those West Coast games from the East Coast, <laughs> man. Period. And I mean, just once you said, I think you said it though, um, oh, like, his uh, relentless pursuit to be um, a perfectionist on the court and to attain that goal by any means on the court, right? Like, I got to put in the hours. I got to practice before. I got to practice afterwards. I got to do and and really perfect my craft. I mean, we heard those stories. Uh, Once again, God rest he and Gigi and the seven others. Um, uh, you know, we heard those stories, uh, just how relentless this, uh, this man was and we just got to respect it. And I think a lot of people identify with that. And I think it's funny, um, because a part of what we're talking about, you know, Corey, you mentioned it, Tori, you also did. And then even in, in, in Mo, and I know JD, and I want to hear what you're thinking about this, but <clears throat> it is camaraderie. I think there's a misunderstanding that once again, this is one of those moments where if you really break it down. We're really about community. When you really think about it from a humanistic mm-hmm. level and, a, and humanity, we want to be connected to people. And so, Corey, you were talking about this. By, you know, when you read the NFC game, people hugging each other, people high-fiving each other, people going into that. And really what it speaks to is, is, a, is, a, is a, it's a, it's a throughput, almost like a conduit for people to connect with each other in a way that they don't have to be as vulnerable. Because like, let's, let's put it this way. I'm going to break it down. Yeah, connection. Exactly. Right? Like, imagine if I just like walk up to you like a stranger on the street and say, Hey, what's going on? How you doing today? And like, how how are you feeling right now? People be like, man, what was this weirdo just walking up to me asking me these very personal (laughs) questions. But in moments such as, you know, sporting events, you get this ability to like, all right, at the very least we have a baseline. We know we both enjoy this team and this sport. So it breaks down that barrier yeah. a little bit for us to be able to connect with each other on that level, right? Because it's right. all about commonality at that point. And from there, you can grow and then have that. So I think there's a lot of that um, wrapped up in it. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I, sports is a very tricky one because it takes up a lot of our time, too. Um, I mean, I think we realize it now in the midst of COVID 19, the fact that we don't have it. I mean, all sports across all all industry have been shut down. Like there's no sports. Everything. Hey, it's a lot of it's a lot of fake confidence come from sports too though. Yeah. It's like, that. You know, it's like, that. You, Definitely you that. People and I know JD, you probably don't seen some situations like this where you you in the stands watching the game and people flying off, you know, at the tongue on some stuff that right. they probably wouldn't have the courage to say in a regular setting. Look, bro, right. I'm 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 gonna go ahead and throw it out there, right? So I know we we're a click of seven and I am probably the only diehard Braves fan in the crew. Like there are other people in the crew that kind of rep the Braves because they're the hometown, but I am like, I'm a diehard Braves fan. Right. And I can tell you right now that, um, 1995 was the last time that the Braves won a world series. And before that was 1957. (laughs) And, um, I think the time before that was like some like 1914, it was like Boston Braves or whatever. So I don't really count it, but I'm just saying this. I'm a diehard Brave fan, right? And now, don't get me wrong. I'm a LeBron fan, and LeBron is on the Lakers. So this year, I'm rooting for the Lakers. I am a former Miami Heat fan, hey. but Dwayne Wade oh, retired, and and right now my heart ain't really in Miami because Dwayne Wade was like one of my favorite basketball players, and he's no longer um, in the league. So I kind of, you know, 
I kind of retired Miami a little bit, but right now I'm riding with the Lakers and I'm riding with the home team, the Hawks, but the Hawks ain't doing nothing, so we riding with the Lakers And, right J.D., now. I don't mean to interrupt you, though, but uh-huh. this is also the first time that all seven of us are facts. actually rooting for the Lakers. We were split. Hey, that's facts. That is very true. about time that y'all got on board. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And, you're right. You know, you're right, Tori. I'm about like you because, you know, LeBron, I'm a LeBron fan. Right, so, right. You know, it's me, it's me you, there, and, and, you know? and Corey. That's it. Me, you, and Corey, we yep. ride with yep. LeBron. Everybody else. LeBron yeah. all day. Yep. So, um, for me, but, but when all this stuff happened, bro, and, like, the sports went away, I learned something really real about myself. I learned that I am really a sports head, and a lot of that comes because – I'm I'm just a competitor by nature, right? And so right. because I'm not playing sports on a regular basis, like I played a lot of softball, but you know, I got a family and I haven't really played softball like I, I, I used to play since I had kids, to be honest with you. And so watching sports really give me that competitive edge. And I didn't play I didn't play basketball at all, but I love watching basketball because that's like a game that, you know, I always say at the end of the day, you know, you're an athlete, right? And I'm an athlete and I can play anything. I might not be great in an area, but I can compete. And that's the that's the thing. It's like us as black men, bro, we we love that that competitive edge, no matter what it is. And when it comes to sports, even us watching sports, we get so involved in the game that we almost we put ourselves we insert ourselves in the game and we want to be right. Naturals there. at it. It's so it's so natural. It's so natural though. It's so natural. But we are we are naturally amazing at sports. Mm-hmm. And I hate so this is a conversation because on one end we have to recognize our greatness, right? Because we literally own any sport that we play, bro. Like Facts. like historically speaking. Come come on. Like and it's funny yep. like I think about like even when I'm talking about this I think about like you know Cedric the Entertainer on Kings of Comedy. Where you know he was talking about you know if you put us on a hockey you know rink. Like, oh, shout know, out to we, PK Subban. Oh, yeah, pocket, bro, uh, shout listen. out to PK Subban. Yeah, man, like like we're, we're gonna own it. I mean, you know, we and we've seen through history. No matter what sport you put it put us in, we're gonna become, if not the greatest in that sport, one of the greatest. I mean, shout out to Serena Williams, Tiger Woods. I don't know. If, I mean, bro, we still ain't in hockey yet. I don't, I don't know about. We ain't gonna, we ain't in hockey yet. We got to figure that one Ooh. out. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, know. (laughs) we're going to have to get that one. But, I mean, what's what's so crazy about it, though, is people pigeonhole us to that image, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not. All right, I'm I'm, going to put this out here, Mo, because you brought it up. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, bro, but I got to go there because we had this conversation. And and I think we're going to tread lightly here, but I just think it's worth it, right? Like, we've seen that (laughs) the Dave Chappelle episode where he's (laughs) like, you know, the racial draft. Um, Do we really support Tiger Woods? I don't know. I'm just saying. Until he wins. I do. Like, no, no, no. Right? When he I, won no, the Masters. I, I respect but, that man's craft. Hey, I, hey, let's I'm not flex. I think we I Let's think not we flex. Do. I mean, he, he's done a lot for the sport. I mean, who else can we claim right. golf? When, no, when no, no, Tiger, when Tiger Woods won, won I, the last Masters. I, like legitimately, <laughs> I legitimately support that man. Hey. You know, in terms of in terms of his on 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 uh, the green antics, I support that man and 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 all of what he's accomplished. So I, that that's all jokes, folks. But look, you know, I just think to the point you're making, right? Like, I can personally just, say, Chris, which is amazing. I can personally say, Chris, this last Masters that Tiger Woods just won was the first time in my life that I've watched an entire 
18 holes of golf. I what? watched Tiger from yeah. from hole number one to hole number 18 when he won this last Masters. I watched the entire thing, and I did not realize how long a, a, a golf match was. I was watching this for probably oh, about three long. and a half mean, hours, you mean bro. A weekend. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking about a round of golf. I'm talking about oh, one through eighteen. Yeah, that last round. I was I was watching TV for about three and a half hours, bro, and he won. And so to say all that, we support Tiger when he wins. You know what I'm saying? Because when he wins, he's like, <laughs> he when hey, he wins. hey, another brother though. We, we don't. We got another brother over here. He don't did. He don't did what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, I rock with Tiger. Shout out to Tiger Woods. I'll Tiger, we just want you to rock with us all the time, bro. That's yeah, all. Tiger, we you got to come, right? come home, man. Yeah. Come we ain't gonna home. we ain't gonna dive in too far into that For one right shizzle. now because it's a whole For episode. Shizzle, but like, bro, we, For we love you over here, man. Just come, like, love love us back. <laughs> For shizzle. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, it's just it's one of those things that we have to celebrate, man, because we really do own sports. Like, I mean, you put us. I mean, I, I love watching MLS. You know, we got a champion in Atlanta, and that's all I'm gonna say. Shout out to the United. Facts. Um, you know, even though there should be the Falcons, but that's neither here nor there. <clears throat> we ain't gonna talk you know, about that. We, 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 we own. We just own athletics, man. I mean, the greatest sports figures of history are black figures, and it just is what it is. Um, I think. So let me a, ask you this, though, Mo. Okay. We own sports, right? You're, you're. It's undeniable our greatness and what we accomplish uh, yeah. in in the in the competition of sport, but we don't own. The sport, bro. I was about to go there, Chris. I was about to go there, Chris. I'm glad you said it. I I mean, this is where y'all know. I'm glad you you said that. I've kind of broken. Yeah, like I I know y'all. Y'all know I kind of broken with this in the last number of years, and like we don't got to go too far down the line. Now let's go, bro. Some of the NFL. Let's go. We need to. I mean, we yeah, okay. Let's Let's go. go. I mean, look, my 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 thing is this, right? Like I look, I understand our community's nuances and how we're all in the grind trying to find ways to leverage and have um, income and do amazing things, whether that be in our careers in kind of the professional in the traditional sense or via entertainment, whether it be medically or whether it be sports. But I mean, I just can't help at times really think about how much money we generate for other Other people's institutions. Yeah. And like, what that really looks like for me. I just, I mean, when you look at the actual numbers and I'm like, once again, I'm not, this is, this is, this is not, let me be clear. This is not like no anti-corporation type of right, narrative right, right, here. Right, right. I'm just saying as it relates to like, you know, securing the bag. And once again, y'all know I support entrepreneurs. I support small business owners and entrepreneurs. And so what I'm talking about now is economic self-sufficiency and wealth creation. And you had these brothers out here, which, you know, when we talk, y'all talk about LeBron, um, I remember at that point, I kind of was like a zombie in that whole, like, how can LeBron do that? And like, he's leaving. But then like, like almost in a, a snap, it just clicked. Wait a second. Right. This black man is owning his own destiny. He's right. the one that's causing folks to come to that game. Mm-hmm. He's the one that got the local economy in Cleveland popping. Not Dan Gilbert, like, you know, shout out, you know, for the Cavaliers and having that kind of infrastructure, but whatever, like. LeBron is driving those those sales with the jerseys and seats being filled. Actual. So when he when he made that when he made that decision, I was like, you know what, I gotta support that because he took back that ownership. Hey, Corey, you are you are like probably between you and JD, I don't know who is the greater LeBron fan, but I'm gonna go with you just for the sake of the argument. Like you followed this man most of his career. What 
what do you see it like? What is greater, him on the court or off the court? Mm. Wow, that's a good question. Um, what's gonna be? What's gonna outlast his accolades on the court? Um, of course, the things that he's been doing lately, like the school. I mean, facts. Given you know scholarships, that's gonna go on and on and on. Um, especially when you get more um, corporate sponsors. Um, I mean that that's gonna outshine regardless of how many titles or. MVPs he get. Um, so what he's doing on the court, and we all know he, you know, probably has a few years left. Um, but the things that he's setting himself up to do after he retires is gonna be, I think it's probably gonna blow people's minds more than um, you know, the, the championships. Cause I mean, people seen um, you know, Michael Jordan win six titles, they've seen Kobe win five, they've seen multiple MVP winners, but in our lifetime or, you know, the generation before us, who, who, who's been the person that, you know, schools created scholarships for people um, targeting that poor class to try to help them have opportunities um, to be great. And I think that's when it's all said and done, I think people are probably going to see that more, um, more than the, you know, the, the, on the core accolades. Hey, core. Low key, low key. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset at Mo that I wasn't even thrown in the conversation. You talking about y'all too? I'm. No, no, no. Tori, Tori is a LeBron fan too. Tori's a LeBron fan. Now Tori got, yeah. Tori is a LeBron fan, definitely. Hey. Tori bought the LeBrons in L.A. Yeah, I surely did. Fact, the LeBrons. He did. He when we definitely did. We talking about the other episode about shopping. So. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey. But you know, but I but the bigger back off court though, I actually think he he's totally right. I think the things that he do off the court will just really surpass what he does on the court. Um, mm-hmm. Not just, he, yes, yes, he doing so much from a production standpoint. To man, I mean, he's about to launch a Space Jam. Right, correct. Yeah. So it's like he 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 really thinks about life after uh, sports. Um, hey. He's just using this as a platform. And set himself up for greatness after. I want I want to throw this out here, right? Because everybody talk about LeBron off the court, and I agree with everything everybody said, right? But I'm gonna go to bat for my man on the court. And I know when people talk about who's the greatest in the game, they always want to talk about Michael Jordan got six rings, uh, Kobe go. got five, and rest go. in peace, go. rest in peace to Kobe. I ain't talking no ill will. Kobe is definitely great. But here's the thing that people fail to to realize about the great LeBron James. And I'm going to start to sound like Shannon Sharp. But look, Bron, bro James, listen to me. Just like, just hear, <laughs> look, just hear me, hear me out. Honestly, just hear me out. Just hear me out. LeBron James went to eight finals. Now we're not talking about wins because he got three, he got three titles right now, right? But we're not, we're just going to talk about that. He been to eight final, he went to eight finals in a row. Now, once he brings this chip, to L.A., he's going to win titles in three different teams. He brings championships to three different True. teams. True. At the end of the True. day, LeBron James will be the NBA all-time leading scorer, whether y'all want to admit it or not. He's going to pass Kareem. And we're talking about a stat that people thought was going to be impossible to break. He's going to break that record and be the all-time NBA leading scorer. Think about these things, right? Now, who else at 17 years in the league is putting up 20, what, 26, 27 points? He's leading the league in assists. Let's talk about it, right? Let's really think about that. 
Think about that. Okay. In year 17, Thanks. he's putting up almost 11, well, 10.4, something like that, assists a game. And he's still putting up 25-plus points and 7-plus rebounds a game. Like, I think what right, LeBron, so. what I can understand say about LeBron, because I get it, right? People look at things and they quantify it with championships. I understand that. I can't deny it. Jordan got, he went to the final six times. He won six times. I can't deny that. Um, Kobe went to the finals, what, seven times, and he won five, something like that. I can't deny that. Now, when you look at the averages, LeBron went to the finals how many times, fellas? What, nine times, and he won three? Or is it eight? Or No, nine times, and he won nine, three. I right? I understand that. I get that. And, and you can make the argument that LeBron got you to the promised land. I always tell people LeBron is the – He's the Atlanta Braves of basketball. We got there, but we only got yeah. one to show for it, right? But you cannot. No, he Moses then, basically what you're saying. You said what? <laughs> he, he basically Moses. He's Moses. He's, he's basically Moses. Like, he got you there, but he, 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 he got you to the promised land. But, but here's the thing, though, right? Championship or no, not? Much respect, love, love, love to LeBron, bro. Listen, much respect. Listen, I get it. Listen to I me. I get it, man. Now look, championship or not? When he left Cleveland the first time, what did Cleveland do? They got the number one pick two or oh, uh, like three oh. years, two or three years. When he came back. Yeah, they were terrible. When he came back to Cleveland, he took them to three straight championships and won one. When he left Cleveland again, they, they are the bottom of the barrel, and they are the bottom of the barrel with Kevin Love, who's arguably going to be a Hall of Famer, Tristan Thompson, who is still a double-double every game, Right, he left them with that. He left them with J.R. Smith, who was still there. He he also kept uh, Kyrie Irving, who we thought was a great player, has proven that he's better with LeBron James. We're just gonna call it a book. He's better with LeBron yeah. James. Facts. He has not did anything since he left LeBron James. We're just gonna call it call it what it is. He's still he's still hey, a, look, man. I get it. He's still a good player, right? I get it. So I get it, man. The, I, like, I don't take that away from that man. We 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 gotta look at it, and I know when you talk about championships, at the end of the day, let's look at the greats: Reggie Miller, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing. Guess what they all got in common? They Carl. never got a ring. Carl Malone, John Stockton, right? So when you look at the and these are all time greats. But they but standing this test of time, though, I think the point you're making. So like, we don't got to necessarily argue that point because he. He definitely is is cemented in the pantheon of, of of the great, right? Like in my opinion, it's it's like a it's a five in that conversation, and I'm not gonna do the whole top three and like which one Kobe, Kobe Jordan, LeBron, or any of that type of stuff. I because I, I, I think to a degree, look like if y'all go back and watch Shaquille O'Neal's highlights, mm-hmm. y'all gonna probably in the moment y'all watching it be like, whoa, I didn't know that. Like this dude was a beast, right? Fact. So I feel like. To your point, JD, this is like the dopest career that gets the Lifetime Achievement Award Facts. down the line because people are like, yo, like you just did the damn thing. You just did what was like just amazing feats and, all and together. And check this out, Chris. Check this out, Chris. Wait. His career is not over. And let's just say hypothetical because we only talking hypotheticals, right? Right now we know for a fact LeBron got three. But what if LeBron get two more? Like, just think about I mean, that. Then what's the argument? 
Like they just no, no 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 no. Just think okay, about listen, that. What me, if he get? Me, what if he get two more? Like like just being honest because this year, even though we know it's uncertainty because COVID nineteen, but the Lakers were on their way to a chip. Let's just keep it funky. The Lakers were on yeah, their way. Yeah, let, let, let me drop a bomb real quick. Go ahead. And Chris, forgive me. I, as a longtime diehard Kobe Bryant supporter, this is the first time in my career that I am legit almost awaiting the real conversation of whether or not in, in, in Lakers and people who are realistic in Kobe fans and Lakers fans hearts, can we question if LeBron James is greater? And the reason I say that is because I am amazed at what this guy is doing at what? 35, 35, 17. I am, I'm legit blown away this is the first year obviously he's a laker now so i probably pay more attention to him than i have in the past you know there's not this debate um you know and right. and in my mind kobe is still the goat to me like for so many reasons that's a whole nother day another argument in terms of him versus mj i just feel like kobe is my personal goat but this is the first year that i'm almost willing to begin the conversation and granted if lebron takes our lakers to a championship this year I'm willing to have the conversation of who was the greater player. And I'm willing to have the conversation of, man, LeBron is the most all-around player that I've ever witnessed in my in my lifetime. Like, yeah, that's, not, that's why not I say that lifetime Kobe, achievement. It's not that Kobe right. could not do the things LeBron does, but yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. the fact that LeBron has done those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've never no. seen, like, this is this year alone, the numbers that he's putting up, at his age, effortlessly, like he's not even in what he ain't zero trying, dark, bro. thirty mode. He's he not, not even trying. trying. He's not yeah. trying. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna and, take and, that away from that man. I'm, I'm not at all. I'm, I think we just know that we spoke to it before, and I think to the degree at which there's a part of a conversation that's around co- competitiveness, and then there's a part around um, that 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 beast mode. You know what? What? How Kobe Bryant got that Black Mamba moniker and that nickname there was just this killer instinct, like an assassin that he had that was just uncanny that I think when we're really thinking about it and when JD, when you're talking about that, that, that camaraderie and that competition and that really that competitive edge, you know, like I vibe with what LeBron has done and what he's been able to accomplish. Um, but LeBron is from a different era. He's from the, he's from That's the true. AAU That's team, true. team ball era, right? Where, the, where, where it's the team, like, you know, like, Individual players, like, all right, so I played basketball, and I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to put it on the line like this, because folks that play basketball really know how kind of the game has been structured over the last couple of decades. Like, you went from an aggressive, individualistic game. It's always been a team game, but you had, like, real dope, very, very amazing elite players on a team, maybe, like, one or two, and then it carried the whole team, right? Like, if you look at some of these highlights, the era in which, like, Kobe was coming up was po- like this is Jordan era, but post Jordan era where Jordan was Jordan. He got the team involved. Yeah, folks yeah, was good. Yeah. We got to put respect on Pippen right, and all right. these other players. But Jordan was Jordan hands right. down. I mean, you look at Iverson. Iverson was Iverson. You don't even. I mean, I don't even damn near remember who else was on the team. Every team had Iverson. one person basically. <laughs> like right. and, and in Kobe, hey, yeah, right, lying, you know Chris. I mean? he had he obviously all I remember yeah, yeah, is you know, Iverson you know, and Larry they were, they were Brown. Shooting. That's what I'm saying. There was, there was, you know, there was Shaq and there was Kobe, and that's like a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that was like the era where there was just like the really dominant, amazing player on the team. LeBron came up in the era where like 
straight from, you know, high school and AAU ball and the circuit straight into the league where he had really played team ball. And to this day, to the point at which he's uh, facilitating all these assists and leading the league in assists, I think where the, the, the conversation has never really, like, gone is to be very frank, if we're going to be super honest, they're uncomparable. Yeah. They just are uncomparable correct. players. Like, I agree with that, yeah. If, if, we, if we're going to be very objective about it, That's correct. we just don't put them on the same Why you agree with that, platform. Because, I mean, watching watching um, watching LeBron, um, I mean, I watched LeBron way more than I watched Kobe. It's just, it's, it's that killer instinct. LeBron, he has the killer instinct, but it's Kobe's killer instinct is always going to be on, regardless. Um, LeBron... If if he's coming up, if it's an open man, he's not gonna take it. He he'll kick it out to the open man. Kobe, on the other hand, is he? No one else is gonna touch that ball. And I think um, Kobe fans um, probably see that more, and that's what they like more than you know LeBron. All he doesn't want to take the last shot, even though late in his career, LeBron has started to do that oh, yeah. a little bit more. I remember it was it was a it was an All Star game. Um, and um, I remember it was like, I don't know if it, it couldn't have been the, the, I can't remember what year it was, but I remember Kobe and Carmelo was asking, because LeBron passed it or something. And I remember Kobe and Carmelo was t- telling LeBron, hey, man, you should have took the shot. You should have went for it instead of kicking it out. And that that's what separates them. They're two different type of players. I yeah, mean, that's real. Um, Le- Le- LeBron, team option first, like you said, Chris, Kobe killer. He's taking it in. Um, piggybacking off, off the, the Kobe um, conversation, I don't know if y'all heard the clip from um, Iman Shumpert when he's saying he was playing with the Knicks and um, they were oh, playing with the Lakers. Oh, that was classic, bro. That was an amazing clip and, for those who didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. And he he was saying how he was, you know, he was, you know, D and Kobe up, playing good ball the whole game. Third quarter came, you know, his fourth quarter. And Kobe told him something like, "Good game." And, and you had, you had a like, good game. Good, <laughs> good game. And it was like, "We got a whole another quarter left." What are you talking about? Yeah. He said Kobe just he just went off in the fourth went quarter, off, bro. and it, it <laughs> blew his mind. So I mean, that, that's that's that Kobe game. for you. And it, yeah, and, and yeah, I think man. that's why a lot of people, um, a lot of people, um, really like. It. I mean, I, I never been a big Kobe fan, but you know. Um, I always respect him as a you know great hey, basketball. Player. Hey, who's next though? Like, 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 legit. Like, there's a lot of great players in the NBA, um, but there are obviously those that stand out up top. I mean, you got your James Hardens, you got your Westbrooks, even obviously uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, and then obviously there's KD, Steph Curry. Who is the next face of the NBA? Because LeBron's career is coming to an end pretty soon, unless he Look, bro. is really a cyborg and we don't really know. Mo, Mo, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go and say this right. So wow. he, here's the thing. Here's the thing that people they don't want to admit, but it's really happening. It's happening in real time. So you remember how we talk about Jordan, right? And when we talk about Jordan, the the one thing that we can always say is about Jordan is that he killed championships for Karl Malone. John Stockton, Reggie Miller, he killed everybody, boy. Um, Charles, everybody, Charles there Barkley, so many people. He, Charles Sean Barkley, Kemp, um, Patrick Kemp, Ewing, Gary Payton, so, Reggie Gary Miller, Payton, right, Reggie right. Miller, Reggie so, Miller. so, so hear, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> no, Gary, Gary Payton snuck in and got he him got a one in Miami. Miami. <laughs> he got a one in Miami. <laughs> yeah, but this, is, this is why sure. I he, he almost, he almost had one with the Lakers though. Carmelo, yeah, right? Yeah, lost to the Pistons, and then there was Dwight. 
But this is why I say this, right? <laughs> what you saw that Jordan did, what you saw that Jordan did, LeBron did it too, right? So when we talk about the 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 Hardens, right? Right? Harden don't have a championship. He didn't. He don't have a championship because of who? LeBron, right? And this is what back in the OKC days we talk about the Houston days, all of these things. So we 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 can talk about these great players like Harden. We can talk about Westbrook. Hmm. We Westbrook. can talk. We can talk it's about. It's a good parallel. It's a good parallel. We can talk about. We can say. talk about Giannis. All of these dudes don't have them rings right now, right? So who's next up? Because Curry, Curry was in a different group. Like Curry, Curry and Thompson. Those dudes are beasts. I'm not taking anything away from them. But if we look at those teams, we look at KD before we look at Curry and we look at Thompson. But right now we we don't know what what KD what KD is going to do Ooh, after this wait, Achilles. Wait, wait, wait. Oh man, we're gonna have to go. No, There's no. a whole another episode. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm just, I'm just being I'm being honest, bro. Because these last two rings that they got, bro, they won they won the two before KD came, bro. What you no, mean? No, 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 no. Correction. Correction. They won one. The next year they lost to LeBron, and the next year after that they got KD and, and won two in a row. Gonna, you know, that was the stimulus package. You see what I'm saying? They won. They <laughs> yeah, won one. Yeah, yeah, they won one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But but I gotta put respect on my man Steph Curry. I'm, man, I'm, I'm not. I'm not denying. I'm not denying what 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 Steph Curry and, and, and Tristan. Th- I mean, not Tristan Thompson, but um, uh, what's so his are name? You saying, are you so, saying JD, that, the, that KD is next? No, what I'm saying. No, well, well no, not, yeah. I'm saying KD before can KD be next if he can come off of this Achilles. Because he's the only player that got rings that can be next and be the face of the league. I'm going Giannis, man. I'm going Giannis. Yeah, yeah. I, Bruh, I agree, Mo. I, I'm going Giannis, Giannis sound too. good, but Giannis yes, ain't did he's, nothing he's, yet. That's all I'm saying. But he young. So, I mean, not, not, not yet. Giannis, been in, the, <laughs> time. So Giannis been in the league, like, not too long, man. KD, KD is, is coming technically, for technically heads. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, like KD is at the twilight of his career. All Giannis is coming for heads, boy. So, guys, Bro. I'm, I'm gonna go this way. I'm, I'm gonna put it like this: I don't know if we actually have seen who the next face is gonna be yet. And, and I can Ooh, rock okay. with that, Tori. Okay. I can rock I, with I, that. I, I, honestly, I can rock with that. If you, if you, it because and the reason why I say that is because LeBron has taken the Angela the Ball. The, no, no, <laughs> stop. stop. <laughs> LeBron has LeBron has taken what the face of the NBA has to do and changed it. Mm-hmm. And I don't see right now. I don't see who's gonna fill that void yet. Um, and so I don't know if that person actually is in the NBA as of today. He could be. They trying to know. give it to Giannis. And so so they trying. They trying. So gotta win the they they, they 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 low key. They low key trying to give it to Giannis in real time. But at the same time, really hoping that Zion turns out to be like a LeBron. Fact. Like I, I'm and a, that's a whole fan, other conversation. And unfortunately. Zion is going to be great, but until he loses weight, he is going to be his biggest downfall. Bro, he ain't he went, not be that yeah, heavy. Man. He ain't winning no chip in New Orleans, And last long, and you're not see, winning a chip see in another, New Orleans. See another another reason why I say Giannis too, because they tap into that international market. So I think I think that's going to be point, huge. Re- realistically, what LeBron maybe what three more years. Maybe uh, LeBron going to play. LeBron going to play four or five more years, fellas. I, I hate to tell y'all three years. more years. Okay, on top. I, I, I three would more say, years, like, particularly, to, particularly so that Bronny, Bronny can get there. I yep. think that that's going to be a narrative. LeBron yeah. going to play four, you know, four, 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 five, four to five more years, and out of those four to five more years, three of them are going to be productive, and two are going to be mentoring situations. 
Yeah, for sure. But Yanni, so bro, I mean, like, all he needs Giannis, is a jump he, shot. He's yeah. He got he got to work I, hard I, on that jump shot. Vote, my, I just say my vote is I don't think we really know who that person is gonna be yet. I don't see a clear picture, and even though Giannis will bring the international market, there's there's still other aspects of it than just international that I don't see it yet. You know, I'm just looking at some. I'm gonna tell you why intangibles. I'm gonna tell you why. Why, Tori? Because there are like three players on my hand that I can name that have the killer instinct like no other in, in since Jordan. Kobe, Westbrook, and Giannis. I, I, also bro, think, I, also I don't think, think Giannis got a killer I instinct, think, bro. I also, but but no, but even no, that dude also, is that dude is a beast. He is a monster, is a beast, man. Wait, wait, but I also I, yeah. think that that's why he's not gonna be the face because it's not about the killer instinct. No. I think yeah, yeah, I, I, no, I agree with that. that. So I, I don't know, I don't know. I don't That's know. real though, Tori. That's real. I mean, look, I think, I think, I think, I think another silent killer though, and I, and I think, you know, because we've heard some stories of like people, you know, they talk to each other and train at some point in time, but I think a silent killer, but because of his personality type, that he doesn't get the due that he's uh, like he should receive is is Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the dude. The dude is a. I mean that 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 for me quintessentially. If you're thinking about like parallels from like a conversation around like, you know, samurais, ninjas, things of that nonsense. Like, dude is an assassin, like a silent killer that you just like. What happened? I didn't even know what just happened man, to me. And quiet, dude, man. dude can dude can consistently drop a quiet thirty, a quiet thirty. You won't even know that he had thirty. Hey, Chris, the you, you want to know Kawhi. who you remind me of? Kawhi who? is Tim Duncan. He's great, and we're not oh, gonna realize that. how great he a, a, is. A guard, hmm. a guard version. He's guard a guard version, version of Tim Duncan. Yeah. yeah, a guard version of that's that's yeah. And and funny that you said that he was with the Spurs, so I'm sure that there was some of that. There there was some of that yep. formative development that uh you know in the, in the league that, that that took that because I mean when you watch his game, what what's beautiful about Kawhi's game is Kawhi is very 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 much sound um, with his 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 fundamentals. Like he's just a fundamental basketball player, like bank shots, and you know he prefers to take the two, you know the 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 short mid range jumper. He, you know what I'm saying? Like he plays actual defense, and you know all that. So I think, yeah, you got a yeah, you got a point. Hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead all day every day. Look, oh yeah, no, it's still Lake Show. It's still Lake Show. Come on, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out here, right? Because it's obvious that. The uh, Black Man Theme Podcast, aka Infamous Seven, we missed the hell out of basketball. Uh, <laughs> I'm you. Oh my god, bro! I'm so we bored. We miss basketball, I'm at the house. bro. I got four kids. Yeah, I'm we miss basketball. Computer. I'm teleworking. <laughs> COVID nineteen got to go. It yeah. got to go. I understand. Hey, the, the good thing about this is though we're not missing football, so I know you guys. Um, I know y'all Takes are excited about the, fo- the football season coming. Hey. Hey, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm happy Todd Gurley coming to the Falcons, and, and um, you know, I took That's my season, That's I took move. my season off a couple of years ago, and last year I started watching a little bit more. Um, I am gonna watch football this year. If y'all mad at me, I'm sorry. I'm just telling y'all what it is. But look, man, black man, I stand thing. with Cap. I stand with Cap. Hey, it's cool. Stand with Cap, and I hope Cap get on the team. But at this point, I think Cap it don't don't really. I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm just being honest. I don't think he gonna he gonna get. Yeah, get that's, a, that's a conversation for another day. We get it. He has a conversation yeah, for another day. Play XFL. But but I will say this. Um, 
black thought, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go and throw it out there. Women, now, and, and this is this is this is JD, aka Justin Goodwin, saying this. Women, um, your black men need sports, and so if if, if the sports, <laughs> if, if the sports are on television, that's a fact. If the sports are on television, I implore you to. If you if you don't care about the sports, that's cool, because I you know the, the, the last thing that a, that that a man needs is, is is you trying to act like you you love it. We don't need that. We rather watch the game by ourselves and chill. We cool with that. But <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm just being honest. And this is Justin Goodwin. Don't don't. This is this is this is me. JD, don't don't. Um, this is me talking. If you do if you do want to <laughs> bond with your 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 husband, your boyfriend, your homie. Just sit down and watch the game with them and just like, you know, have a general interest. If you don't have an interest in it, that's cool. But, you know, if you do have an interest in it, just sit down and chill and watch the game with them. You'll be surprised at what you learn from your from your man, your boyfriend, your husband, your homeboy. If you just watch the game with them and see how they interact, open up and, and open up. I guarantee you'll be able to have some real conversations with your man. That's real. That's real. After, at, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I put this caveat in there. I guarantee you'll have some real conversation with your man after the game goes off. <laughs> it got to go down to zero. <laughs> make sure it's after. <laughs> not halftime. Oh, not first. Do not not second. Not third. Not fourth quarter. Hey, JD, and I think uh, that's a black man thought. <laughs> that's a black man thought. Talk to your man after the game. But I <laughs> guarantee you're going to have some real conversation with your man if you sit down and watch the game with him. But don't talk to him. No, you can talk to him. Excuse me. I want to be respectful. You can talk to him. But don't try to have that serious conversation until after the game. Secor is a commercial break. <laughs> hey, I'll take it a step further, J.D. Add this one element to it, bro. Mm-hmm. Add this element to it. Because, like, we're just trying to throw out these nuggets right here right now. You know where you can actually always bond and everybody will enjoy it if you actually go to the game. Oh, mm. Mm. yes. That's a bar. Yeah. That's a bar. Yeah. Like, That's facts. That is a bar. If you go to the game. Go to the game. Yeah. Everybody going to enjoy themselves. Actually, everybody. buy the tickets. Buy the tickets. Yep. Buy the tickets and go to the game. Surprise them with the tickets. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, oh, that's so, a so, so the Lakers, the y'all want to throw you. you want. Lakers, hey. you want to throw them our way? You know, everybody, if y'all want to throw Lakers, I'm saying it, Lakers, Lakers, yeah. if y'all want to throw them tickets, hey, women, trust me, I'm hey, happy women. to bring my wife and my Shout friends. Shout out to my wife, man. She got me some, some Kobe tickets before oh, he retired. That's know, dope. When he came to the A. That's dope. You know, we couldn't afford two, but I got one. Hey, that, oh, that, hey, that's, that's cool, cool, bro. That's, love. that's cool. That's, love. that's, love. that's, that's a love. blessing. That's you went to the game by yourself and got a chance to enjoy it without asking any questions. That was a blessing. There you go. <laughs> that's a real blessing. Look, <laughs> real talk. Real talk. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. We've been getting the feedback. We're seeing y'all <laughs> post on social media. We love it. We got some um, people that subscribe to the email list. We love that as well. Make sure y'all continue to keep connecting with us, man. What we're doing right here. Like, I know that we're seven homeboys that went to college together. We got 18 years of friendship. All of that is cool. But what we are learning through this process is that we're actually engaging with people and having real conversation that people want to have. And so the only way that we can continue to do this is that we continue and keep connecting with the people and y'all are the people. So thank y'all for listening. We don't want to keep going without thanking y'all because y'all actually help us move on to another level, man. And, and we thank y'all for listening. Thank you, so look, thank you, thank you. Definitely, thank you. definitely. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate the podcast make sure you tell a friend tell your mom tell
tell your auntie, tell your cousin, tell your, your brother, tell your sister. This is Black Man Theme Podcast. These are seven black men talking about real issues that we deal with on a day-to-day. Today we talked about sports. Tomorrow we might talk about something else. But look, we love y'all. We thank y'all. Subscribe, rate, review, and we'll see y'all next week. This is the Black Man Think Podcast. The Black Black Men Men Think Think Podcast. Podcast.